welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. It is your co-host here, Jenny Scott, here with Dan, the man, Duran. Dan, how are you? Good. I'm good. I'm uh, Jenny, I'm craving sweets, to be honest with you. I, 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 when I saw what we were going to be talking about, I started thinking about holiday meals. And, you know, you can add the, the turkey and the potatoes. That's all good, but I can eat that all year long. But all the really cool sweets that come with the holidays... Oh, the seasonal stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's top of mind. T-O-M. T-O-M. Top of mind awareness now. I know. It is the holidays, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on who you ask, right? Are you a holiday person, Dan? I'm kind of a Grinch, Jenny, to be honest with you. But my wife is amazing. So we create great balance. And, uh, uh, you know, I love the holidays for the reasons that they exist and the ability to spend time with family. But I'm not the decoration guy. Yeah, I am the same way. I'm not going to lie. So to our listeners out there, sorry if you're like all about Christmas, Thanksgiving, the Halloween people. Awesome. I I wouldn't say I hate holidays because it's a very strong word. I dislike with a fiery passion the holidays. I love that we get to spend time with our family, but like to the consumerism that comes along with it, the eating, the excuses, not yeah. for me. So we're going to kind of talk through that today and let's see some ways that we can keep our clients on track. Um, and even ourselves, if you're not a, if you don't, if you're not a trainer, but you're, you're just kind of looking for yourself, there's ways that you can keep yourself on track over the holiday. And a lot of it has to do with mindset. So that's the number one thing, right? Cause like you said, everything's top of mind just cause it's there. Food is there. Things are there. Doesn't mean you need to buy it, eat it, whatever, like self-control people, self-control. <laughs> Amen. And, and, you know, I, I think, there's no science to this. And if there was, you can correct me, Jenny, because you're the expert there. But we often say in the fitness world that 80, you know, your success is 80% nutrition. Yeah, uh, you, oh, know, absolutely. It, it, you know, it's all of it. The abs are made in the kitchen, all that stuff. Um, but I, I, the another thing I like is, is it's 80%, 90% makeup fitness. It's in the yep. mind and the brain, not what you do with the body. It's all about behaviors and uh, awareness and making the, the right choices at the right times and not beating yourself up when you don't. So it's, it's neck up fitness. Yep. It's all about taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. Don't panic. Keep calm and chive on, they say, right? <laughs> this too shall pass. So, you know, we, 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 we get a lot of uh, questions each year. And I know I've had questions in, in my career. Jenny, you have as well. So we kind of put together a list of what are some of the most common questions that we get asked uh, in the in the fitness world when it comes holiday time. Yeah. And so I'm just going to you know kick things off with the first one that we're going to chat about. And cool. the Let's first question, common question is, and, and again, like Jenny said, it's not just clients. This is us. We are our own clients. We are. Yeah. We need to be our own best clients uh, to be able to help others. So. If clients are traveling for the holidays, how should they approach their fitness routine? What do you think, Jenny? 
So again, mindset. So traveling requires proper prior planning, right? You have to book your flight or plan your road trip. Where are you going to stop for gas? Where's your money set aside? Like, right, we put effort into planning when we travel in general, and especially for the holidays, because it's busy. Like there's a lot more people in the airport or wherever, at the bus station, wherever. Um, you're going to see family, right? Do you have to you know, plan for how many clothes are you taking? How much room is going to be taken up by gifts? Are you going to send your gifts there? Lots of planning goes into traveling. And one thing people forget to do is tra- plan their fitness routine. Like that's just one more thing to plan. But if you have a gym membership to a national chain, like an LA fitness or a 24 hour, why not look ahead? If you're going to Cleveland, go find where the closest gym is going to be to where you are. Can you get to it? right? Is it with walking distance? Do you need to Uber there? Do you need to borrow your sister's car? Whatever it is, plan out where you're going, call them, make sure you don't need a guest pass or whatever, like just plan ahead, right? It's just one more thing that you're planning for. Um, but if you're going somewhere like staying in a hotel, a lot of times they have little fitness centers um, or they, a lot of gyms have guest passes over the holiday, or you can go with a family member or a friend who has a membership at a gym locally. Um, just plan ahead. But that's one of the first things I look at when I travel is does this hotel have a gym? What's in it? Are there pictures somewhere online so I know what I'm with? And if I can bring small tools like bands or whatever that I can use, even if it's in my hotel room, I'm, at least I'm prepared. Um, but try and be as consistent as possible, right? It's just like all the rest of the year. We tell our clients, be consistent. These next two and a half months are no different. So that's my advice. Like, Be consistent, plan ahead, find out where you can work out, what it looks like, what you need to bring with you potentially, and just make it part of your routine, right? Nailed it, nailed it. Yeah. And, and is it just me or is it really fun to go to new gyms? Jenny? I here? love it. Especially yeah. when you walk in and they don't know who you it's are and they're like, so... who is this? I'm like, yo, yes. no. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's, it's, it's something new. Uh, I, I mean, it's super exciting to me to go to a new yeah. gym. I, I, I just go back and visit my mother every year. And each time I went back, I would go to a, you know, each year, get a five day pass for a different gym. I want some new gym. So there's that. And choosing hotels. Yeah, it might keep it exciting. And, and when it comes to finding a, a, a gym in a hotel, start with choosing a hotel with a gym. That's a must have Yeah. Uh, when I travel. 100%. And most of them have at least a little something. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've stayed at some resort communities where you rent the actual house and there's a bunch of houses. You can rent a house and like golf or whatever. And their little gym was, it was sad. It was a little bit dismal, but- it had something, right? And then I was like, cool. Well, if I'm not going to go there, I'll just go for walks or, you know, something. You don't need much. Now, yeah, a, a couple of things I like to think about on the road, thinking on the road, is just keep moving. Always be mm-hmm. thinking, how can I move? Uh, something that I learned from one of my mentors when I started traveling a lot uh, for business is in airports. Never take the escalator. Always take yeah. the stairs. And uh, when you're in airports, instead of waiting 30 minutes in a chair, scrolling through Facebook because you're waiting for a flight, walk, yeah. go walk around, go people watch, go window shop, uh, you know, check out where all the planes are flying to, but keep moving. Don't just stay in one place. The little things add up. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I think that's, that's really important is when you're there and you're on the road, just Find ways to get, I like to say outside, maybe the, maybe it's weather prohibitive, but keep moving. Uh, motion is a lotion and it doesn't have to be bicep curls. Just keep yep. moving. Find a way to stay active. If you're driving, pull over, do some jumping jacks, do some air squats, walk around, do some side bends, get back in the car, do it again in an hour. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea, Dan. 
Um, so how would you keep somebody motivated though during the holiday season? What if they're like, oh, I just don't want to do it. Or, oh, I have so much to do. I hear that all the time. I have so much to do. Do you really? What would you tell somebody? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, well, let's, I'll speak to the client relationship. I think what I just said is the key is relationship. Build a good, mm -hmm. strong relationship with all of your clients where they're, uh, they're used to you checking in on them. So uh, be checking in. How are things going? Even if you don't say, did you work out today? What did you eat today? Just the fact that their fitness coach is staying in communication, you're in their mind. And so, you know, check in with them and, and be specific, you know, be, become a life resource for your, for your clients in all areas. But during the holidays, for example, get to know without being Snoopy and or anything like that. But if they say, I'm going to my mom's and my nephews are going to be there. Uh, you know, when you message them, say, hey, have you had a chance to play with your nephews? You know, it, sometimes it's kind of fun to go out and play some tag. It's a great. So be personal. Don't just cut and paste to all your clients. Be personal in your check-ins with them. I think that's a really good way to at least make sure that they realize that you're there for them 365 days a year. And you can build on that if you want to, uh, you know, assign workouts, work through apps and things like that, which I'm sure we can speak to, to more. Absolutely, Dan. I definitely agree with that. Um, the only thing that I cookie cutter send to all my clients around the holidays, I have this meme. It's adorable. It's a, it's like airplane window and it's a giraffe in the airplane window. And the caption says, should you be eating that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm always watching you. And I send it to anybody who's traveling. And I'm like, just remember this. If you need me, you just pull this up and just ask yourself, should you be eating that? <laughs> But it's not about being restricted, but it's about being consistent. Like I said earlier, like you just have to be consistent. And I always like to remind people without getting too serious, but these two and a half months or so that we have of holidays at the end of the year, starting essentially the middle of October through the end of December and early January, a lot of people make a lot of backwards progress. Um, and if they've worked super, super hard and been super consistent for the other you know, nine and a half months of the year, and they're going to lose all that progress in a fraction of that time. Don't you think that'd be a little depressing, a little bit sad and something that you would try and avoid? Hopefully, right? I always tell people, be that person that can wear shorts in the gym in the winter. And then be that person that shows up in January when everybody else is like, okay, now diet starts today. And you're like, sweet, I've been going, right? And you're at your goal or darn close to it by then. So I actually get more motivated when it comes to the holidays, because I want to be that person who doesn't go backward. I want to be the one that's making progress. And every day you see me in the gym where you're like, Oh, I ate too much. or I drank too much last night. I don't feel good. I'm like, I feel great. <laughs> you know? So you have to keep pushing. Don't use the holidays as an excuse. Use it as a reason to show up and show aunt Susan that you did a great job this year and you're killing it. Right. And make everybody a little bit jealous when you show up to your little gatherings. Love it. Love it. And Jenny said something about losing progress, right? Or gains or however you want to look at it. Maybe you don't want to, maybe you're, you're losing your gains or, or you're gaining your loss. Uh, either <laughs> yeah, way, right? depending on your goal, uh, it could go backwards. So uh, something else to consider is holidays. What do we think of that? We think of that as, I don't know, mid-November until after New Year's. Now yeah. it's actually one day in November, right? one day in December, Throw in New Year's Eve if you want to be special about it and call it New Year's Eve, call it Christmas Eve. So maybe there's two days. There's nothing wrong with giving your body a break from going to the gym, which is probably closed anyway, for a couple of days. Yeah. But you start talking about a couple of weeks, 
Exactly. Exactly what Jenny oh, said. Good so think touche, of the holidays. Dan. Yeah, I think so true. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll start in January. We got Thanksgiving. We got no man. That's like two days. Yeah, so. Thanksgiving is an day, right? <laughs> Hold it together. <laughs> That's Another. so true. But then people are like, oh, well, I have all these parties to go to. A, has anybody here ever said no to a party? Because I have, where I'm like, no, thank you. Right. Or we'll talk about some options. Actually, that's my next question is what advice would you give to somebody who's nervous about going to a family gathering or some kind of event? Because they're like, oh, there's not going to be good food there, or I'm going to be tempted to eat stuff. Like, just because it's there, weirdo, you don't have to eat it, right? It's okay to look at it or grab the smallest plate possible and have a little bit of a couple different things. Not going to kill you that I last checked. Okay. Um, but you don't, just because it's there doesn't mean you have to eat it. And I'm guilty of that too, though, Dan. I've done that before where I'm like, I'll eat three servings of Thanksgiving food. And my fiance is like, what are you doing? And now I'm that person that brings Tupperware. I'll have my one plate and be a reasonable human being. And then I will fill up the Tupperware when everybody else is eating and I'll take it home because guess what? It tastes just as good when you heat it up in a couple of days or eat it over the next three or four weeks every now and again, versus stuffing yourself to the point where you can't stand up. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, you know, to your point of parties, and family. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've been around for a while, made a few turns around the sun, and I've yet <laughs> to attend a party or a family gathering where anybody forced any food in my mouth. It's the what? oddest thing. Um, anybody ever force fed you, Jenny? No, no. I'm going to start doing that to people. They're going to yeah. walk in and hold them down and like start stuffing carrots. Yeah. In <laughs> so, you know, any pressure or any feeling, guess what? Help it's from impose. the neck up again. It's from the neck up. Nobody's force feeding you. I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've yet to go to a party where somebody said, you must drink to attend my party. It it just doesn't work that way. So we have, you know, we're empowered with the ability to make those good choices. Um, Mm -hmm. But family's tough. I've been there. And I don't know who listens to our podcast. So I'm not going to get too specific, but there are family (laughs) members that, you know, I still occasionally spend days with, and it's a challenge because there's not a healthy thing in that place. So some of the things I like to do is, is just pop out, either come prepared or pop out, make a Mm -hmm. run to the grocery store, pick up some healthy snacks, Um, you know, throw them in the fridge. Do you mind if, you know, I I throw a couple of things in the fridge? Of course, it depends on the relationship with the family. Some, it doesn't matter. You don't ask, you just do it. Others, you might ask uh, to be polite about it. But put some healthy options in there. Another thing I like to do is share a goal with them and and kind of lead by example. I mean, that's what we're in this industry for, right? Is we want to lead by example and help save lives through good nutrition and good movement. So I'll I'll say, well, I'm trying to do this or I'm trying to do that or I've got a race or I've, I've, you know, I really want to get uh, to a certain weight by this date. And so it's okay. Don't get crazy with it. Don't make people feel guilty about it, but let them yeah. know that it's no offense, but I got this thing going on and uh, I know it's, it's, it's a drag, but I've got to be able to do it. And that kind of gives you a little bit of an excuse to, to be able to, you know, pull some carrots out of the fridge or grab an apple uh, in lieu of uh, some, some stuff that's sitting on the table. Yeah. Garner some support from the people around you for sure. But I think also too, we have to remember that again, just because it's there doesn't mean you have to eat it, but what's stopping you from eating before you go? I do that all the time. Like I'll at least have my fiance last me because we go to dinner and I'll eat on the way out the door to the car. And he's like, oh, you got, you're getting a snack before you go. I'm like, yeah, just a little something to have in my stomach. So I don't get there. And I'm like, oh, have you ever sat down at a restaurant, Dan? And you're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And you order half the appetizers on the menu, like two entrees. And then you get all your food and you're like, uh, what have I done? 
What, what have oh, yeah. I done? <laughs> oh yeah. Did that last week, two weeks ago at a Chinese buffet. My son had never yeah. been to a Chinese buffet. I'm like, dude, okay. We're not I eating mean, for all morning. Yeah. I know. Anything yeah. with a little bit of fat, like some nuts or something with a little fiber in it. I always do an apple is a good one. It'll fill you up in a, a couple glasses of water before you start eating will help. And you're less likely to eat a ton while you're there. Um, but to your point earlier though, Dan, too, which one thing you have to remember, these are single days or meals, right? Thanksgiving is one meal guys. It's not breakfast, lunch, and dinner on Thanksgiving day. It's usually brunch, lunch, dinner, depending on your family. My mom does lunch. <laughs> okay. But there's what's so wrong about eating one meal out of, you know, a couple of weeks. That's not awesome. There's no harm in it. And if anything, it might give you a little hormone spike. You might see your metabolism boost a little bit and you're mentally going to feel a whole lot better, right? So there's, so if you just do it once every now and again, that's where it gets hard for most people. You can eat whatever you want. That's the way I train people. You can eat whatever you want. Just don't do it every day. That's where most people get caught up. They do it every day and it doesn't help. But if you do it once every 12, like seven to 15 days, so once every one or two weeks, not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. Just eat it, enjoy it, savor it, chew slowly, move on. <laughs> it, 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 absolutely right. Pre, pre-feed, we call it pre-feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is one meal. And I, I used to say, and you know, I think you have to be careful with this statement, but I still love it. Earn your carbs or earn your starches. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I know, this is, this is my routine. Every Thanksgiving, every Christmas when I'm with family, uh, generally I go back to California. And there's a place, there's a beautiful park, rain or shine. And I go out and I kick my butt, kick my own butt in a run. Or yeah. I'll hit the gym, then I'll go for a run. So that I'm, I'm, my glycogen is depleted. Uh, my liver glycogen and mus- muscle glycogen is depleted. So I call it empty in the tank. So I want to empty mm-hmm. the tank before I put more fuel in it. And if you come in, not only pre-fed, but with an empty tank, you're going to have the ability to actually consume more calories and not end up wearing them on your waistline. Yeah, absolutely. Or yeah, don't feel so bad. Eat what you want, but then go use it to your advantage the next day, right? Go work out. <laughs> go move. Just move. Yep. I like it. Hey guys, it's time for another ISSA rapid review. Valentine had this to say about our certified personal trainer course. It's well worth it if you have an interest in the field. We appreciate that and we agree. Thanks, Valentine. So if, if you've given as a trainer, if you've given somebody a bunch of nutrition advice and they're following your advice, they're doing awesome. How can they incorporate the things that they've learned along the way about nutrition with their holiday meals? You know, I, I like to keep it pretty simple um, mm-hmm. and converse that with technology. So I'm going to let you speak to technology, Jenny, because I know that you use uh, various apps, you test apps, yeah. and uh, that's certainly uh, a tool. I'd like to just give people information so that they understand what is in food. What is, you know, what is added sugar? Uh, what is sugar, hidden sugar? What about refined grains? Uh, what is fiber and where do you find it? Um, what's the, the big deal about fat? You know, and well, a little reminder about caloric content per gram. Uh, alcohol, okay, that's that, that wobbler in there. That's seven calories per gram that kind of catches you by surprise. That adds up really fast too. So try mm-hmm. to educate them, not in a really complex way, just like as a personal trainer, you shouldn't be explaining every joint motion and every muscle that's working and stabilizing for all your clients. It's more than they really? need to know or even no, care about. So <laughs> yeah. keep it simple. 
And then if they want more information, be ready to provide it. Same thing with nutrition, keep it simple. So it can be, you know, meet the size of your palm, fats, mm -hmm. you know, two fingers. There's, there's real simple methods you can use to, to, you know, meet the size of your palm at least three times a day. If you're going to eat four palms for dinner, maybe you don't eat one every three hours for the rest of the day, but keep it as simple <laughs> as possible. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, Dan. You don't want to overwhelm people or give them more to think about. So one thing that people used to do all the time for Halloween, for example, they'd be like, oh, these are your favorite candies, right? M&Ms, Almond Joy, Butterfinger, whatever. And then they'd be like, here's how many, you know, hours on the Stairmaster you'd have to do to burn this off or how many rounds on bench press you'd have to do to burn this one off a of Snickers or whatever. But then people start overthinking it. And then they're like stressed out about it. People get kind of emotional about it. So in theory, it's cool. It's fun to see like, Ooh, I'd have to do 30 minutes on the Stairmaster for this Butterfinger. Yeah. Uh, maybe not worth it. Right. But then some people are all like, Oh my God. And then they start overthinking everything that they're doing. Or you don't want to mess up people's relationship with food because food at the end, it is for nourishment. It is fuel for our bodies. That's the bottom line. But there's also a social and emotional aspect to food and consuming it with others, right? The texture, the mouthfeel, the sitting around with your friends and family while you consume a, you know, a glass of wine or sit and eat you know, your charcuterie board or whatever it is. So there is a social aspect to it. And you don't want to ruin that for somebody where they feel like, oh, I can't eat this. I'm just going to sit here with my arms crossed and be awkward while my friends are all eating and drinking, right? Um, but you you mentioned it. My biggest tip for nutrition over the holidays, portion control, portion control. Um, figure out, like Dan said, a serving of meat is the size of your palm. A serving of carbs is a cupped hand, right? A serving of fats for females, mind, mind you, everything's doubled for males, is one thumb, right? But use your portion sizes. So again, you can have your stuffing, you can have grandma's pie, you can have your turkey, but just figure out how much of it you're eating. Maybe grab a smaller plate. Don't be weird, right? Grab a smaller plate so it looks fuller faster and don't pile it like I used to do. <laughs> um, but just manage what you're doing. Have the things that you want to have. Cause I don't know about you, Dan, if you've ever had a craving for something, I have a huge sweet tooth. If you have a craving for something, but you eat everything, but that thing, cool. You just ate a whole bunch of other stuff, but you still want the thing that you were craving in the first place. So just go have it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, my, my, uh, my relative just showed up to visit last night and all my relatives know, and all my friends and former clients that I'm in the fitness world. And I try to, you know, try to maintain, uh, as good a fitness as I can, but what do they all give me? They know they give me candy. Ugh, give me a candy. So I ate a half a box of candy last night, but oh. I cut back on the rest of my dinner. I got all my veggies in, <laughs> but I, I, I cut, I cut out all the other grains and carbs that I was going to have with dinner. And, and now I hate, I'm a human. I'm not saying do this folks, but we're all people, you know, normal craving human beings as trainers, and we have to remember that with our clients, we can't be the food police or we're just going to push them away. Oh yeah. People are so surprised when they hear how much I love candy corn. Cause I think I'm one of five human beings on earth that likes candy corn. I love it. But when I used to do group training, Dan, in my full classes, every Halloween and right before Thanksgiving, my clients would come with bags of candy corn every day. I'd get two, three, four, five bags of candy corn in a six hour shift. And I was like, thank you. You're still doing the burpees, but let's go. Thank you very much. Thank you. And at one point, it was like two years ago, I counted, I had a cabinet, my junk cabinet above my refrigerator. I counted how many pounds, not ounces, not bags, pounds of candy corn I had. I had 16 pounds of candy corn in my home. So don't get it twisted. I gave my, one of my girlfriends, one of the big bags, but I did eat it all. It took me till like February, but I did oh. eat it all. 
Oh, no, 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 no. That don't work it like was, that. Amazing. No, 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 no. But, but <laughs> I think that the message here, folks, in this topic is be real with your clients. Uh, I know yeah. the first time that any one of my clients found out that I love chocolate at night and I liked that I would eat donuts. You know, it's usually at night is when I eat these things, but they'd be like, <laughs> you, you do? Yes. And yeah. let, let them know that, you know, you, you do not have to be perfect, nor do I expect you to be perfect to be successful. Moderation. Yeah, yeah. everything in moderation, including moderation, right? Including <laughs> mod- oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Don't and I think you're part. making a good point, though, Dan. We can't shame people, right? People are going to mess up. We mess up all the time, okay? I ate, I don't know how many pieces of taffy this morning. It wasn't a mess up in my head. It's fine. It's just a little glucose. That's all. <laughs> it's all <laughs> right? good. I'll, t- I'll take care of it later. But we're all going to have slip ups. We're all going to do things that maybe we didn't plan to do. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to drink when I go to this party. And maybe you do. It's okay. We have to be okay with the fact that we're not going to be perfect all the time. And to your nope. point, we're all human. No human is perfect. I don't care who you are. So if you think you're perfect, let's, let's, let's grab a mirror. Okay. Because nobody's perfect. So we have to help clients just mentally get over that roadblock that if you make a, if you make a quote, quote mistake, or you do something you didn't want to do, that's fine. What are you going to do now? What's next? Cause you can't change what already happened, right? You well, already ate it. It's in there. <laughs> and on that note, what's next? Okay. You did it. What about after the storm, uh, after the holidays? So, you know, we come away often, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, remember it's not all one big holiday. You come mm-hmm. away from, from one of those uh, events you're like, oh, what am I, you know, what do I need to do now in the gym? So what's some advice you would give Jenny to uh, uh, clients and trainers post-holiday? So uh, do they adjust the routines? Do they make any changes? Probably not. Again, it's that consistency piece. Like whatever your plan was going into the holidays, continue on. And maybe if you feel like, oh, I ate a little bit too much yesterday or too many calories, A, remember your body can only absorb so much at once. So you're probably just going to have upset stomach for the next two days um, and you'll be fine. Your body will get over it. B, if you haven't done it in a while, it spikes your hormones and actually increases your metabolism, but it only works if you don't do it very frequently. But then C, you also have to remember, maybe you just increase the intensity of your next workout or two. If that helps you feel better, right? Oh, I burned a couple extra calories today. I got a good sweat in where maybe you're just a normal strict lifter. I'm the same way. Every now and again, I'm like, you know what? Today we're going for it. We're doing intervals. We're going to do jump rope. I want to leave this place drenched in sweat. Awesome. If that makes you feel better about it, but don't linger one or two workouts and then be done with it. Be over it, (laughs) right? Because at some point there's only so much you can do. And Mind you, people who leave for, even if you're gone for a week, traveling for a week, or you're, you know, at a bunch of parties over three or four days, you're not going to gain 10 pounds, right? So people get on the scale at the end of the week and they're like, oh, I gained 10 pounds. No, you didn't. You probably still have a bunch of food still in your tummy or in your intestines. Let's be real if we're going to be sciencey about it. Um, And you probably maybe consumed a little bit more salt than usual and you might be holding some water, but it's physically impossible to gain that much weight. That's body fat stored that quickly. So be realistic. Amen. And exercise is not a penalty. Remember that. It's no. It's not, oh gosh. Now I have to fun. do this. Should never be a penalty. It should, we are blessed to be able to move no matter how you can move. If, if, if you can only move part of your body, if you can only move a little better for a few minutes, you can move. It's a blessing. So Ooh, get out and move. Exercise is not a penalty. I tell people that all the time. They see me, my athletes see me or whatever. And they're like, why do you work out so hard? Because my dad's in a wheelchair. My dad has MS, love him to death, but he is officially wheelchair bound and he has a very hard time getting around. And if he could go upstairs to the second floor of his home and use his built-in gym that's up there, 
guess what? I bet you he would, but he physically cannot go upstairs anymore. So until I can't use this body anymore, I'm going to take darn good care of it and I'm going to use it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're going to run it till the wheels fall off. Yep. And hopefully that's a long time from now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, it looks like you're going to be coming up on time soon. So here's kind of what I was referring to earlier, Jenny, is what are some of the tools that clients can use to maintain their fitness plans during the holidays? Yeah. Stay consistent, set yourself a schedule. And the biggest one for me, you guys is plan ahead, plan ahead. So like Dan said earlier, if you're going to a family member's house or to a friend's house and you're traveling for a couple of weeks, Hey, can I give you a list of things to grab me from the grocery store? Or will you take me to the grocery store? When I get there, there's nothing, there's grocery stores everywhere. Even if you're going to a foreign country, guess what? They have food there. Okay. So you can, you can go get some food that you'd like, or if you're like me, travel with your own food. I get stopped in the little conveyor belt every time. Cause they're like, what is all this stuff in here? It looks weird on the x-ray and they open it up and they're like, Oh wow, you have a lot of food. <laughs> like my whole carry on is food when I travel, but that gives me an empty bag to come home with though too. But I always plan ahead and bring my own snacks, protein bars, my own oats. It's weird. I bring my own dry oats. Cause I'm like, I don't know if they're going to have the good kind of oats where I'm going, you know, especially when I travel abroad, but just be prepared, um, plan ahead. But it, like you said too, Make sure that the people that are you're going to be with that are going to be around you understand that, hey, this is a goal of mine. I'm working on this or I'm not. I'm going to try my best not to do this. Maybe they'll help hold you accountable, but at least they're aware. And hopefully if they're nice, they won't make you feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and the great thing about that is, and I didn't mention this, is it's not that you're not judging what they eat, like saying, well, this is what you should eat and this is the right way to eat or this is how fit mm -hmm. people eat or this is what my trainer told me to do. Um, it's, it's saying, this is something for me that I'm working on, but you're fine. You know, again, just model the behavior. Don't judge, don't push, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, don't tell them what to do. Um, I, I, I agree hundred percent. Again, keep it simple. Keep it all simple. Uh, if you're a, a food journaler, you certainly, uh, or your client is, you can certainly have them continue to do that. But at some point you need to put that pencil and paper down because Christmas day, Christmas Eve, uh, all that's going to do is put you in a negative mindset. So enjoy yeah. the holidays, enjoy the people, enjoy the experience. And then like Jenny said, just get back on the horse. Don't kill yourself. Don't penalize yourself. Get back on the horse and get back into the, the routine, right? The yeah. simplicity plus consistency equals success. That's it. Simple formula. I like it. Yeah. And don't, I want to tell people too, don't, don't tell people to get overly involved in making meals healthier, right? Everybody's like, oh, there's a hack for this meal, or I can make this meal without all the cream and the sugar. Just remember guys, I have a degree in nutrition. A lot of the taste and the enjoyment out of food comes from the fats, comes from the carbs, comes from the sugar that's in it. Just the way our brains are wired, which is why so many products have extra fat and extra sugar and stuff in it. Um, just because our brain loves that stuff. It, it's like, oh, this is great. It has a sense of enjoyment, endorphins. Like there's a whole mental and emotional and phys physiological process that happens when we eat foods that have these things in them. But when you strip out like all the fat, for example, a, rep a recipe with cream, you take it all out and use almond milk or something like that. Guess what? You can do that. That's awesome. It's not going to turn out the same. So don't expect, nope. expect it to taste the same. It's not going to hit the same way. Right. Oh. When you're like, oh, I can't wait for that pie. But you made that pie with something weird instead of what it's supposed to be made with or your cookies. Like uh, it might not taste the same. So 
you you definitely don't want to overconsume yourself with that because again, it's holiday singular for each of these holidays. So be okay with those two holidays, right? Thanksgiving and Christmas, or if you're a Hanukkah person or a Kwanzaa person, like whatever it is, whatever those sets of days that you're celebrating are or that you want to celebrate, like make those days essentially days where you feel okay not doing what you usually do. Be okay with it. Enjoy it. Love it. Enjoy it. Because you have 365 days until you get to do it again. <laughs> so I love this. And uh, I, we're back to talking about sweets. So question for you, closing question. What is your favorite holiday treat? Oh, there's so many. Well, I love candy corn and it's seasonal right now. The good stuff is out. But I'd have to say, I really love, Dan, I really love Rice Krispie treats, like making oh. them at home. And like, I can punish some Rice Krispie treats. I, I think, I think that's what things. I'm going to make actually for Thanksgiving. <laughs> even even when, they're, when they're a little dried up and crunchy, I still will devour those things. So yeah. And then the, the trick, you guys, wonders. the marshmallows and the butter, of course, are the base of the Rice Krispie treat. And then you add your Rice Krispies. The trick is add about a tablespoon of vanilla extract to Ooh, it. Okay. I had a client tell me that and I did it. Life-changing. Oh, <laughs> well, there's your hack. See, I hope right? everybody stuck around for the end of this because that is the nugget from this podcast, okay? Yeah, vanilla uh, in your Rice Krispie cheese. What do you love though, Dan? Almond roca. By the way, it's almond. I grew up farming Ooh. almonds. They're not almonds. It's like a salmon, but almond roca. And ever since I had a client back in California who would make it for me every Christmas, she still, eight years later, ships my wife and I each a box, blue and nice. green, I think different ribbons, uh, almond roca hands down. And I, I eat the whole box when I get it. Nice. I don't, I don't I like, love oh, I'll make it last for, you know, a week. Nah, I just eat the whole thing. I feel sick. I get over it. <laughs> My fiance's thing is the peppermint bark from William Sonoma. Oh, He's obsessed. That's, good. that's his Christmas thing. Yeah. That's good. Well, nice. good stuff. I think we covered some good stuff here. Uh, yes. I, you I, guys I, can I, do this. Don't yes. let it overwhelm you. We've definitely got this. So Make good choices as usual. We say it every podcast, right? Make good choices, you guys, but help your clients make good choices too. And remember, good choices do not equal perfect choices. They're just whatever's best for you right now, okay? So ultimately mental health, I know they're talking about a lot in sports and fitness. Mental health is huge. So try not to stress out. Don't overthink things, right? And just enjoy it, guys. You only have this one life to live, so enjoy it live it to the fullest. Um, what do they used to say? The kids used to say YOLO, you only live once. No, you live every day. You only die once. Um, so that's the way I think of life. That's my motto. <laughs> I got you, Drake. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah you know, my, my parting words here are uh, just enjoy, enjoy the time, enjoy the family, enjoy the, the, the camaraderie, friends, family experience. Uh, if your faith is a part of it, enjoy that. And uh, don't worry, don't stress out on the food, man. It, it's always going to be there. Come back, get back on the horse. Absolutely. And with that, we bid you guys adieu. Happy holidays, whatever it is you, you celebrate and with whom you spend it with. We hope you guys enjoy it. Stay safe. Travel safe to those of you guys who are traveling around the world, especially in these times. But we look forward to hear, uh, talking to you guys soon. So happy holidays, you guys. Happy holidays.